0: We go this I'm gonna start I'm gonna get super excited because uh, David Huntsberger is not going to so I'm going to (laughs) this is it episode 105 105 no laugh track podcast my name is Justin Severson the host thanks to circle of heat as always for letting us play the music at the beginning and we've got a return guest and a first timer whose name has been brought up quite a bit recently on this podcast Tommy Ryman and David Huntsberger fellas welcome Hello. It's good to be here. Yay. Hey, it's good to be here. Good to be here. (laughs)
1: Hey, I'm Tommy. It's good to be here. I'm on TV. That sounds,
0: wait a minute, that sounds like the voice Doug Benson does when he's mocking you.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) No, no, his is more like droopy dog, like this. (laughs) Mine's more, hey, I'm Tommy. Mine's more excited and positive.
2: Is that really what I sound like? (laughs)
1: Is (laughs) that (laughs) really what I sound like?
0: So it's Wednesday. You guys worked last night? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we worked last night.
3: Uh
0: (laughs) It's a pretty good show. I don't Who am I talking to right now? I'm sorry.
1: That's Tommy. Tommy doing the voice he was born with (laughs) before he morphed into, hey, guys. Sure love the Smurfs.
0: Just wait till he takes those glasses off. (laughs) Fellas, what up, baby? Hey, y'all. I've been meaning to say.
1: You're just nodding. It's a podcast.
3: I know. You
1: guys speak? <laughs> well, I, I figured you would say he's nodding,
2: and you did, so it worked you, out perfectly. You knew what I was going to say. I thought no, it was going to
1: No, no. You didn't nod knowing, like, oh, this will work
2: This
0: will make David mad. <laughs> <laughs> These setups are amazing. I'm going to nod, and you're going to say, he just nodded.
1: <laughs> he just nodded. Well, right oh, on God. cue, Tommy nodded. <laughs> Kids are natural.
0: How was last night? Was it like this? I thought
1: it was good. Yeah, I liked it. What would you think?
2: Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. The contest was going on, Mm -hmm. correct? It was full, full Full uh, contestants, uh, all five showed up. And you're featuring this week, Tommy? I'm featuring. Yeesh. And
0: uh, did you do the contest here?
2: I did it a long time ago, 2006, I think I did it. I didn't even make it to the semifinals or anything. Did you win your I evening? did win my night, so I got an extra large Rolling Rock t-shirt. I was, you just answered the question I was going to ask. What, yeah, what was your lame prize? at the That was not a lame prize.
1: <laughs> For people who have not seen Tommy, that shirt must fit you like a glove. It is very tight.
2: <laughs> but, you know, they didn't have extra, extra large, so.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But Can't trade that thing in. No. What if it's one of a kind? Yeah, for uh, for people who don't know, the winner of each nightly uh, the nightly winner of the funniest person, the Twin Cities contest, gets sort of a. I mean, say it's a consolation prize, but they're the winner. But it's not it's not the quality of prize. It's the fact they're leaving home with something. Yeah, you get a
2: beer koozie or a keychain or something. I'm sure I've seen. So a lot of happy people.
1: <laughs> and you got a T-shirt.
2: I got a T-shirt. Do you have it framed in your house? No, I. Where is it now? I don't know. Probably in a box with like comedy stuff. I have like I I don't know. I mean I should have yeah, it's framed. It's framed. I love it. from when I didn't advance. But I wanna remember that contest that I was Wait, in Wait, you didn't advance? No, I didn't get to the semifinals. Like that's why a lot of people are when they're worried about it, I'm like, look how good your career could be even if you don't do that well yeah in that comedy contest so then they and so then they're like oh I'd
1: i think i'm a step behind you won your night you won your round yeah but it's a point-based t-shirt.
2: system so because only 25 move on from the hundreds and hundreds of people that and you were one of those people that
1: won your night and then didn't get the call that like you're moving to the next round
2: nope so yeah it hurt. so
0: theoretically you cannot win your night and still move on yeah how's that for a fuck oh, oh, i see fuck? The top two would would move on in that. situation, or even
2: three. A, it's like, just all based on five yeah. Yeah. the whole they summer. They all just I thought
1: last it. night everyone did really well. I would be. I would not be surprised if three or, yeah, three or so went on. That's let's shame. Good. Let's shame the bad one. I don't remember. I don't remember anyone being bad. I'm, I was just thinking like, um, yeah, no one really had. Like yeah, the awkward long pauses or. There was a girl I talked to afterward that felt. She didn't feel like she had done all that well, and I didn't see much of her set. It was um, right before Tommy, so I wanted to go get a drink and be ready to watch this guy because he's great. <laughs> um, but she was like, "Oh, I've only done it three times, but you know, I next time I want to make it all the way through." And I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Oh, I bailed out early. Like I, she got kind of nervous and took." So I don't, I don't think she thinks she's moving on. It, it sounds like she's probably not moving on. So three or four of the other ones, though, I thought were like really doing well. Like, really well-written jokes. And there, you know, sometimes in a contest like that, you'll see a few people be comedians, where all the comics go, oh, those are well-written jokes. They're maybe not as comfortable as they could be telling them. Yeah. And then someone will blow it out of the water, but that person's doing, like, the hackiest sort of, there's nothing really fresh about it in all the comics. Like, oh, the crowd's liking this, because the crowd's filled with all that person's friends.
0: Would either of you ever go up to someone starting out and give them advice without them asking? Never. No. Never, yeah. Never.
1: Even if people ask me, I don't feel like I have any good advice.
3: (laughs) I always just tell
1: them to have fun,
2: and then I walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Just have fun. If it's not fun, do something else. Do something
0: else. (laughs) Have fun out there, guys. Do you remember who
2: won the year you were, did it? Uh, a kid named Brooks Robinson. Oh, yeah. So I think he passed away a
1: couple years ago. <laughs> but.
2: I've seen Brooks' penis. <laughs> I've, I never got to, I lived with a guy for two years. and never saw his
1: You penis. weren't here. At, oh, maybe we shouldn't mention that, that where that happened. But he was doing a show.
0: You, here you meant in Minneapolis. <clears throat> yeah, in
1: Minneapolis, yeah, sure. Right. And he uh, took a bunch of mushrooms on, live on stage and then did a strip tease to like a music cue. And at the end, like full Monty style and people were losing their minds. Like it was such a strange thing to see. And it's that weird anticipation of like, he's not, please don't, don't, don't do it. There's going to be a gag. Like he's going to have right. some sort of a Merkin or something. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, <laughs> it's
0: going to be a little sign that says,
1: boo. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was a full, full tilt thing. Anyway, he's funny. I wish he'd get back into it. He's one of those guys, every scene has that, wouldn't you say? We're like, oh, that's our drifter. That's our guy that wanders in and has really funny stuff and then doesn't really put their mind to it or no. doesn't revere stand-up, doesn't really think stand-up's like all that worthwhile, which is really hard to argue with. But you know, you Well, he just want... told
2: me it wasn't fun anymore. He was <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that advice you gave me a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I quit. Yeah. He was the first person that I knew that like started out with I've been doing comedy for almost 10 years now that like actually quit. And then I, I literally thought, I was like, you can quit? Like I didn't know that was an option. Oh, the
1: first person I knew that quit did it in open mics in year one. And so it, I think I was lucky in that in when I knew it could happen, but it seemed so early that like, oh, yeah, like, this is the time to get out. Once you kind of pass a point... That's what I thought. I mean, I knew people stopped after
2: but uh, he was the first. I was like, you're pretty far in, like, deep into this game. Yeah,
1: Yeah, no, uh, I saw um, Dave Mordahl today and was talking to him about that. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, man, you got out. You actually quit. And he was like, yeah. I was like, it's rare. You just don't meet anyone that actually, like, gets out of it.
0: Yeah, uh, and I can can say this. He's been on the podcast a few times recently, Mm -hmm. and... um, he's the only one that likes that idea that he's quit
1: oh i know that's what i told him i was like i'm I'm bummed that you know i I like your material and and i think other comics talk about him so much in that way like oh it's a shame he was really good and Mm -hmm. uh he's got to secretly like that i mean who wouldn't want to be like this kind of bigfoot creature never admit it yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. but that would that would feel good i mean it would be so much worse to quit and then people be like who quit oh all right <laughs> so at least if nothing else he achieves like uh, a level where people are like oh that you know that's that's a shame
0: well it was funny because I, I was there when you two were having a little conversation after the morning show this mm-hmm. morning and you were like well you know i host this uh show in in california you know once a month <laughs> and like i immediately went to his face like how's he gonna like politely say not a chance in hell <laughs> yeah because i'm not getting out of plane i'm not doing comedy anymore yeah there's no freaking way i'm thank you but there's no way
1: yeah, I, couldn't, I, I didn't feel like that was something I angled toward doing it when our conversation started. But he said something that made me feel like he missed performing in front of good crowds. Oh. And, and so I was saying it more to the extent of that, of like, oh, well, you know, if I can help in some way. I think he had just – that's what I was getting, that he had had enough of drunk idiots or bachelorette parties. Yeah. Sort oh, of there's thing. no doubt. There's yeah. no doubt. So either way, like, you know, people, the the dude that I knew that quit at open mic was really funny. He was probably the best open micer. One of his jokes was like, and this, you know, for open mic, it's for whatever reason is so sick with me. Like, oh, my girlfriend always wants to lay out, but I'm always like, ah, I'll just lay in. Is that all right? Love to lay in. And then he'd do like a whole rambly thing about how good he was at laying in and how good it was for him. And the same way people like defend laying out and you get the sum blah blah he had all these reasons why laying in which was yeah, really yeah. great for a, an open micer it was great you know and he was really he just had a natural style and then i remember us talking one time after and he was just like yeah i don't think it's for me i was like it didn't it, it was incomprehensible that you could be good at something that so many people were trying desperately to get good at mm-hmm. and you could just say no nah, no thanks mm-hmm. And that's what he did. He's like, yeah, it doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't give me like a rush when I do it. And I just just couldn't get that. Like, you're
0: good though. I'm still trying to find the thing I'm really, I'm so good at that (laughs) I need to walk away from. Yeah. Because I haven't found that yet. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I know. People feel that with, uh, we talk about all the time, just like with comic book characters and stuff, you know, like, oh, they're, they're they're sort of, it's a, it's a burden, you know, their, their gift is their curse sort of a thing. And maybe that's how someone you know. That what does he do feels. now, though? I don't know. I think he just hasn't had a regular job. He's like a finance guy or something boring like that. But just was content to just make a decent amount of money.
0: But the funniest finance guy, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. probably so funny in the, in the building.
1: <laughs> I don't think the funniest person on earth is probably a stand-up
0: comedian. Yeah, that's interesting. You say that. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's the hardest medium to be funny in. It's a good equalizer. The greatest improv person or actor or television host or front man for a band or woman could get on stage to do stand-up and the crowd is on their side. Like, oh, I've been to their concert. I've seen their show. I've went on and on and on. They're going to be funny. And then they start doing it and all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, they're not. Yeah. It's really a weird like leveler. And so I think that's why comedians a lot of times think they're so much funnier than everybody else like oh we can do this thing Mm -hmm. that you can't do Mm -hmm. but i don't know there's probably like a finance person or something that's like the funniest person on the planet because they're still always drawing from like a, a different place I don't know. I'm just rambling at this
0: point. So. <laughs> no, I can see that. You know, I can see yeah. that. But then, then the other side of that is the uh, the stereotype of like, oh yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm sure you knock him dead in the freaking accounting. Yeah, you know. yeah.
1: No, that's true. That's is definitely
2: true. Is that like th-
0: the best like football
2: players? Probably not even a real actual football player either. Does it work <laughs> for that too? Like, there's just some. Yeah. you know, probably. That's just like, yeah, I'm just. I you like say that for factory. basketball for Maybe sure. Like what I was say. Earl
1: Manigault was like probably, and the, I just watched a thing called. Um, doing it on the park or something like that. That's about the New York yeah. outdoor pickup basketball mm-hmm. culture. There's absolutely players that would have been hands down better than yeah. the Michael Jordan era, you know, greats. I believe that. And, uh, and we just don't know them. So yeah, yeah that's good. Totally exists with, with comedy. I mean, don't you, were you the funniest person in your high school? Not just your class, but like your entire high school no i don't think (laughs) i I doubt any comedian really was maybe someone like tracy morgan or something who's like outlandish and like but there was a dude that reminded me of tracy morgan at my high school i don't even think he went there he he would show up every now and again and just break (laughs) everyone in half he was so funny i have no idea what happened to that dude or where he went but he was so funny so yeah, I don't I think there is a work ethic element that factors in and like football is different. You have to put in the time in the weight room. You're not just going to be great without playing. Stand-ups the same way. Like that person, that dude that showed up at my school that was really funny. Probably getting on stage would be at level 0. Wouldn't be a great stand-up. Yeah. So I do think that by putting in the the time just doing the the time in front of a microphone or whatever you you get a skill that you just you can't develop just hanging out with your friends
0: but my skill has has uh, improved slightly over the first time you were here i'm confident cool. in saying that awesome <laughs> from no talent to <laughs> <laughs> you're getting it yeah getting I, a gleam yes right. i have a question for tommy how did you celebrate uh, david huntsberger day this week on the mark Marin podcast David Huntsberger Day? Yeah, just, that was this week. Mm-hmm. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Monday was David Huntsberger Day.
1: And that, so people are supposed to celebrate? That's kind of the ritual? I
0: don't know. Those are the, tweet, those he are the does tweets tweet it that Marin right? yeah. said, you know, it's blank day. Yeah. And I, I always read that like, oh, another holiday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, twice a week holiday.
0: How do I celebrate your <laughs> Burger Day? I don't
1: know what to do. I didn't realize that podcast was that big of a deal. I mean, I knew it was cool to do it. I knew I was doing a podcast that's definitely, like, well-respected and has had some unique moments in podcast history, but I just thought I was doing a podcast. People afterwards were responding as if I'd, like, finished a marathon or something. Like, congratulations, man. You did it. Yeah? Was, yeah. And I was just like, well, I, didn't, I don't know what I did. I just... They sent me some available dates to do it and I said yes and then I did it. So I don't feel like it was a mountain I climbed or anything like that, but it no was really fun. In. I don't think so. No, I mean,
2: was, were you trying to get on it though? Like so you weren't It like, was through Dan,
1: it was through Schlischel. Like his his publicist person for stand-up records just put it all together. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I had and then I saw Mark and chatted with him a little bit and then I saw him again. I probably saw him a handful of times. Leading up to it, where just we'd chit chat, and then so when I was on the show, he just said, "I don't really know you."
0: Yeah, I, here, here's my thing. I started listening, mm-hmm. and then I thought, you know what? I don't want all this in my head oh. when I'm going to talk to you. Oh, that's interesting. This week I'm mm-hmm. going to wait. And, I do want to hear because I'm a big fan of his. I'm a fan of yours. I want to hear it. But uh, I, I listened because I heard the, the very beginning when he's like, yeah, I don't think we really know each other. Yeah. And then I turned it off. Like, no, no, I don't want to know anything else. <laughs> I don't want to know what they're going to oh, get dig yeah. into. That's,
1: that's, that's cool. I like
0: that. Instead, I re-listened to the first time you were on this one. Ah, okay. So, there you go. Cool. But And that that's something that uh, I actually want to talk to you about. Something you mentioned last time about... You know, you guys just said about people quitting comedy. Mm-hmm. And I asked you about what you, last time, what you want to do in the future. And you said something about, like, well, you know, I think eventually I want to, uh, you know, just once I've said everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, how are you? Does this sound familiar? Are you
3: still yeah, saying the same like thing? Do you, have your yeah. feelings changed? Yeah, I think
1: so. I would never want to, like, hire a team of writers. Do you feel that way? No, I wouldn't want to hire a team of writers. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like success sort of breeds in a weird way, like a dulling agent or like kryptonite in a lot of ways. And I, not to speak negatively of anybody, but like what really successful comedians have put out specials that surpassed the one before it. Yeah. Not, not many. And that could just be like a byproduct of our culture, looking at it and being too critical. But I also think it could be like if you're if it's a job if it's hey you need to go on tour and you need to have these jokes and you need to film a special you'll find a way to make things funny and that skill that you develop in stand up is like I could get on stage for 5 minutes and talk about carpet and lighting and banal things and make them funny, but it wouldn't be coming from this place where I was like, something struck me as funny. And I'm like, Oh, I've got to go talk about that. Yeah. And so I wouldn't want to kind of soil stand up in that way. I, or at least for myself, I wouldn't want to just, well, I, I said I'd do 10 CDs. So I'm doing 10. <laughs> I would never want to do that. So I, yeah, I still feel that way.
0: And you were, and I remember how's the animation going
1: pretty good. I've got uh, a few shows like packaged up and I, uh, Oh, man, last year I had this web series kind of in development. We ended up just making an animatic, and Yeah, that, we that's talked it. about that. Yeah, and it was really fun. The whole process was really fun. And then, uh, like Hollywood happens, you know, things move on, and it just kind of gets shuffled aside. And I made the mistake with that of, like, telling people, hey, I've got this thing I'm doing, and, and now I realize you have to have something in hand. You're like, this is done. Here's where you can go watch it. Because it, it, otherwise it's just nearly... It's, impo- it's just maddening to go, like, oh, we, we had everything in place, contracts signed, people lined up, animators working, and then it just didn't see the light of day.
2: Try telling your family you're edited out of Nick Mom Night Out. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a painful. My
1: mom was mad at me because when I did last Comic Standing, I didn't tell her. And then the next day at work, she was like, she called me and was like, were you on TV last night? I said, yeah, but they had to sign a contract saying we couldn't tell people, and I. They said they would maybe edit us edit us out, and I just couldn't bear it to say like watch TV tonight, and then you calling me after me like, what was I looking for? Was one of your friends on? So I, that's always been my style previously is like I'm yeah. not going to promote it, but uh, I made that mistake with the uh, the web series and. It was is frustrating. It's
0: frustrating. There's no people can see it.
1: No, I own a copy of it. And that's. it. I, I don't like it that much, so I don't show oh, no. it to people. Really? Because an animatic's boring. It's just black and white. Oh, okay. The voices, I think, are funny. The, the jokes don't hit in in kind of a rhythm that I would like, and it doesn't look like how I drew the comic book. So awesome. when I watch it, I'm like, mm, I can see where this is going. I'm but sorry. I'm,
0: it's disappointing to hear this because, like, I literally just listened to our conversation oh, from a year ago. Yeah, uh, you know, three hours ago, I was all
1: bright eyed and excited. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> like,
1: oh, <laughs> well, I have I have other stuff that hopefully, maybe this time next year, I'll be saying like I actually have something going that yeah. I'm excited about. So we'll here's see. what I
0: couldn't tell you about last year. Yeah, yeah. I, so it's going
1: I'm, on, but you can't. No, 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 nothing's it's probably like something huge. And you're just thing. not saying it right <laughs> just, now. Just put it no. You're sitting on something huge. No, <laughs> but what I am doing, like that, I think is vital. At least to like live in Los Angeles is to just make stuff. Just have ideas. At some point, someone may want your ideas. So, like anyone I talk to that's had success, they just go, "Oh, you just you like float so many things out there that eventually you kind of lose track of what you put out there, and then all of a sudden." It's just like having 10 fishing lines in the water as opposed to one. And I, and I know that through comedy and that, like, it gets really frustrating emailing comedy clubs and not hearing back. And you just kind of lose faith, like, well, I'm not going to keep doing that. Yeah. So to, like, channel that to somewhere else, be like, well, I'm going to come up with a few different, you know, whatever excites me. Comics, comic books, things I'm writing, jokes, stand-up sketches, anywhere you're just kind of making stuff. It takes your mind, and then one of the comedy clubs calls back, or you know, however those things go. But just sitting there waiting, all right, I want to make this web series. It would just, it's just so frustrating. So I try to, I try to just do that. So I, I don't think I have anything in the works right now, but I have a lot of stuff that could potentially be in the works. So I'll keep you guys posted. Cool. Stay, stay tuned. Good. Stay tuned. Yeah.
0: Well, you brought you brought it up. Last comic standing. Has there mm-hmm. a, have you had a bigger year in your professional life, Tommy Ryman, than this
2: year? No, this was that was the most exciting thing for me was being on Last Comic Standing this year because after the Nick Mom debacle, I finally got on TV.
0: <laughs> Let's start so, there. Let's go to the Nick Mom story. I want to hear that one.
2: Yeah, first. Nick Mom happened uh, a few years ago. It was their first season. They came here. I showcased it for it. They flew me out to Orlando, taped it. Like I had a transcript, it was all approved. Then, literally, right bef- two hours before it was going to tape, they go, "Your closing bit, we just realized had a song in it, and they're like, it's not in the public domain we thought it was because it sounded old." And I was like, "Okay, well." And then, so they're like, "Can what else do you got?" So they had me like change that my closing bit, uh, and then add something else, like or then, and they're like, "And just do that anyways because maybe they'll pony up the money and buy it." Like so they can use the bit and then then they just edited me out they're like that was way easier if we just scrap them and then ah. so yeah I told my dentist because nobody got the channel <laughs> nobody got the channel because it was on like Nick Jr.'s at night it wasn't even like Nickelodeon it was really you had to buy like really good cable to get it <laughs> And, like, the one lady that had it was my dentist. And I see my dentist twice a year. So the first time I saw her, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. The second time, it was airing. And then even when I emailed them, I was like, am I edited out? They're like, oh, we switched some stuff around. So you might still be. And they didn't give me a clear cut. So then I was still telling people. So then I saw her again. She's like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And then finally, the third time I went to the dentist, so this was a span of over here, I was like, I was, I was edited out. Apologies. We still clean my teeth. <laughs> like,
1: That's going to end up being like that Bill Hicks on Letterman sort of lore. someday <laughs> like, someone's going to get to see Tommy from Nick on Mom Nick Set Juniors, <laughs> <laughs>
2: naked night. Yeah, me performing in front of hundreds of moms, <laughs> like I always wanted. I'm not a mom myself, but I tell jokes about my mom. Did you get heckled,
1: or Cy got
2: heckled? I got heckled. He did, he. Then like that was weird too because I went to Orlando, and then everybody else from here got to go to Chicago, and it was like they had a big party. <laughs> and I was just stuck in Orlando. I was like, <laughs> weird experience. But last comic was way better because they actually was, put me on
0: the TV. Yeah, exactly. What was the besides that the network is Nick at Night or Moms or you know what? What was the mom? It's, it was called Nick Mom, but it was Nick Mom's
2: Night Out, so it was just a whole bunch of moms were in the studio audience. Good like boy. They all got like a glass of wine. and I mean, none of them are, like pregnant, I don't think. They probably got water. <laughs> I didn't Maybe, get too deep into that.
1: Then you could be on Nick Mom's To Be.
2: Nick's Mom's To Be, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think I've walked away from my Nick Mom. They really just toyed with me too much.
1: I don't um, wish this story had gone any differently. Mm-mm. you I really think it would have been like, I feel like it's kind of your niche to have really unfortunate sort of things happen to you, and then your retelling of them is really funny, yeah, like I you're get- <laughs> set now about um. Your house troubles and all these sorts of things. Like, so you just like bad things. To yeah, have, right? yeah. You're like this is gonna be hilarious. It's great. Later. Yeah. Okay. You, I told my dentist. That's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would not be many people's first place they would go. Like, oh yeah, that was terrible. I told my dentist. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's such an
2: awkward thing that. And now I've learned to be quiet. I was really quiet about the last comic standing legally you had to be in just because I was paranoid I didn't know I was mm-hmm. like they can edit you out and then oh, I yeah. moved on to the semifinals, and they're like well now you got to be on I was like nope they I'm sure I know how editing works like <laughs> it's magical and they too like even the the way they divide the episodes they changed it up like so there was places where I was but like they I wasn't there so I was like I don't know it was weird Oh
0: like a the Backstage, like in the green room or
2: whatever yeah, yeah. like they showed somebody but I had already been called on the stage I was like I was there but the, like this so like, they I mean it's
3: it's yeah. really
2: impressive what they can do so and then I was like maybe they could edit me more into it and <laughs> make mom footage yeah. could show up in last comic like that would have
0: been awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> well wasn't there a I didn't watch it yet. I DVR'd it. There was an episode just this past Sunday.
2: Then they did, yeah, like a Greatest Hits. I wasn't on that one, but a couple like Emily Galati and Pat Sussmilch and Tracy Ashley, they re- re-showed some of their jokes or whatever again. So That's I why they should have they, put your Nick
0: mom stuff. Yeah, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to do another one of those, so Who knows? Yeah, my career has just gone insane. And that <laughs> phone won't stop ringing.
1: Were there people last night that had seen you on it, like audience members?
2: One lady came up to me, but she was also like friends with my second cousin. So oh. I don't know if it counted, but she's like recognized from TV. But nice. that your cousin sent me the link too. yeah like, on so Facebook. Yeah, so that not not officially.
0: The oh. whole experience overall, like with the uh, judges and everything. It
2: was you super like fun. Yeah, they were really nice and positive, and it was just like I've auditioned for that show like three times. Oh, really? And had just not fun experiences with it, but just kept doing it because yeah. felt right to do. Yeah. And then yeah, so I was going in with not that positive of an attitude, and then it just kept getting better and better. And they treat they treated the comics really nice. It flew us out like I got flown out three times. So oh wow, it's pretty sweet.
1: And it's Roseanne and who else?
2: Roseanne Keenan and Russell Peters. Were the oh, okay. were the,
1: were the judges who who? Which judge liked you the most?
2: Um, they're all pretty nice for the the first like the first round. Like Roseanne was the most like vocally appreciative. Oh but, yeah, like, she
0: was all she was yeah, loving but, time. Really, you, yeah. you killed. You were your set that first night was awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she Thank say? you.
2: Uh, she just like she stopped and she's like, I'm a fan. Like she's like, and then just like described the set. Russell liked the bits, like like. Both Keenan and Russell like talked about like more of the structure and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah. And then the the next round, they were they said the same things, but they were just like it just didn't hit as hard in the semifinals, like which I, the set that I picked, it didn't. I kind of knew it doesn't always, but you couldn't figure. You had to like figure out because the show. They're like, well, it's a development deal, so and they kept saying they wanted to know more about you. So I was like, I'll tell more family stuff. Like it's really hard to figure out which set to do. So yeah. I was like, I don't know. How was but,
0: your experience on it then? Besides, you not
1: telling your mom. Everything uh, that came of it was really good. I got um, an agent out of the deal, and I'd been really into OmniPop, who used to book like Doug Benson and Pat Oswald and Maria Bamford and Andy Kindler and just all these people that I really liked. You know, ten years ago or yeah. so. And I worked at the comedy club, and I would see OmniPop next to all their names, and then I did premium blend the year before. And then I did last comic standing and I was like, man, I'm like 25 or so. If I can't get a booking agent out of this, I don't know who can, I would have like two TV credits. And so I was about to call them. And then after I did last comic standing, they sent me an email like, Hey, is anyone you know helping you? So that was great. And then Nick Swardson did the same thing, like sent me an email out of the blue from doing it. So all those things were awesome. Like I was suddenly like going on the road and doing comedy all over the place and opening these huge theaters. Like the first time I came here, I did the State Theater with Nick, and right. that was that was just because of Last Comic Standing. And, and that's yet when the you whole, and I met. That's so when basically yeah, we met, you at a party. met me, yeah. because
2: of Last Comic Standing. That
1: is true. Look at that. Yeah. Aww. But the whole process leading up to it, I did not enjoy. I hated the show on principle. I thought making stand-up into a competition was absurd. I thought it makes people do all those really sell outy, compromising things of, well, this isn't the set I want to do, but if it'll get me on TV, it's just all those things that I kind of hated, and yet, like, you have to do. Everyone at the comedy club was like, you know, you you got to just put a lot of paint on a canvas. And I was like, no, I want the canvas to look the way I want it to look. And yeah. Margie, who runs the club, was like, I'm telling you, just get yourself on TV. And she was right. Like, you're smart to, like Tommy was saying, all right, what what are they asking me to do? And I should play along with that.
2: But it wasn't, I wasn't unhappy about, like, because they, they were my jokes. So was oh, yeah, still, totally. like, yeah, I wasn't yeah. like going to write some like, this will be the
1: perfect. La-, like, no, so. I didn't mean to intimate that. I'm just saying that like going into it with a good attitude of I'm going to be on TV. Yes, there are going to be some things that are a little bit unpleasant about the process. But I get to choose what I say. They choose the editing. But like if I do what I want, I don't have any qualms with that. I just really didn't like the comedians behind the cameras, you know, were just so phony and insincere and you'd be hanging out chatting like this and then a boom mic would drop in and all of a sudden one of them would go, have I ever told you guys about my uncle? Or no. something like clearly going into a bit where he's like, ah, oh,
2: this Is that still go on, Tommy? Um, well, they had us, they fell us in the green room, but that, I felt like they were, it was kind of boring because a lot of people were in their heads. Like there was, they did a little of the, the setup between like, like, uh, like people talking and then, uh of like story stuff but i don't know they didn't like any of my stuff i was pretty boring back
1: there <laughs> me and my friend Doug Mellard just i told this really boring story about potato salad uh-huh. at the airport and he was like dude you should use that on the show and we all laughed at that like oh yeah what have i told so every time the cameras would come around he would just go dude you've been what did you have for lunch today and i just go into this potato salad story <laughs> so like at the end we're all sitting there kind of in the green room where they're getting their final shots and the camera guys just like got his camera on his hip. He looks exhausted. I was like, you gotta be tired, man. He goes, Oh, I cannot wait to go home. going to dig into some potato salad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: felt so good. Yeah. That, like I had appealed to this guy who had seen such filth and like <laughs> gr- <laughs> grotesque selling out. And, yeah. um, it, it felt really good. I knew and what you were saying. I knew what I, yeah, he yeah. was listening. Like, ah, yeah. oh, these guys are, there's like a joke within the joke we were doing that I was kind of proud of. Yeah. Like, oh, we weren't like tiptoeing or tap dancing for them. And then, uh, In that same stage where you're like, you know you're not getting picked. They make it in the green room. We're like, now they're announcing the names. And they go around the room and go, all right, everyone, this is the scene where you don't know if you're going to take the next step in your career or if this is where it ends. So just be calm and we're going to film that. And I sat in the corner like with my mouth open and my fingernails near my mouth like – and they'd pan around, like, 15 seconds and then get to me. Cut! David, please stop doing that. Are you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So it was really fun. <laughs> they were not thrilled about that, but I, it was making me laugh a lot, so.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> so I did have, yeah, I ended up having good experiences. I think you're not watching it, no. No, I don't, yeah. I'm sorry, Tommy. Jeez. I root for you, though, buddy. Even oh. with
0: the star power on there? <clears throat>
1: yeah. <clears throat> oh, I know. I mean, I was I heard from Tommy when he was in Los Angeles. He wouldn't tell me what he was doing, but I knew. And then uh, <laughs> he didn't come hang out with me, so I was Did like, "Did you why? have an
0: elaborate story on telling people why you were heading out of town, or just I'm just working?" Uh
1: yeah. I mean, I think
2: I was just like, I just kept quiet. I was like, uh, "There's a show. Like, you could I'm I could in, say a show uh, in and then town not say for, uh, something."
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet
2: what a good good shows TV. <laughs> so yeah, you didn't. I don't know. Nobody really questioned it. I didn't, like, post a bunch of stuff on Facebook, like, I'm in L.A. or anything.
3: Right, like, so. right, right.
0: I did see you were in Australia recently.
2: Yeah, I went to Australia. My buddy got married there, and uh, so I went to his wedding in Australia with my my wife, and it was exciting. I got to hold a koala bear and go to a wedding in Australia, because he lives there now. He didn't. It wasn't like a total destination wedding, but it was really far away. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's super far. Oh. The flight was uh, 14 and a half hours from L.A. Have you ever been on a flight that long? Have you been to L.A.? No, or I've Australia? never been. Okay, I couldn't no. I know some people have done like comedy festivals out there. Yeah. I have not. It's a long flight. They You can't leave the plane. <laughs> you
0: have to be on it the whole time. <laughs> oh, scary. scary. Uh, did you get inebriated? No,
2: because somebody had said like, that if you... like, I got paranoid. I, I read somewhere like you can get... like. It can like kill you if you drink too much eventually. Or something on a plane. Something with your blood. And I was nervous. And I just wanted to sleep like, and not come to Australia all hungover or anything. So I just watched movies and tried to nap. Really boring.
0: Uh, when, uh, Will Anderson was here last time, he told me that koala bears have, uh, what is it? Not, is it syphilis? I think it's, a
2: lot of them say that syphilis. Yeah. I did hold one, um, but she was tested, so it's <laughs> fine. She was, she was clean. Clean koala, koala bear.
0: <laughs> no, no fluids exchange. Nope. Not nope. even just
2: Nope. Just held it.
0: <laughs> That's good. I uh, I've also seen I saw that on your uh, Facebook I think I've also seen some things on your Facebook Tommy Ryman that I'm like this is my kind of guy Star Wars fan I love Star Wars Legos
2: yeah and Lego yeah Yeah. big fan so you
0: uh, so are you you a collector Yeah Yeah. I
2: collect and build and display and stare at and then take down and put away and build again later. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I only got, I just got into it like four years ago. I could build Lego when I was a little kid. And then I was like in Target and there was like a Battle for Endor Ewok set. And that I was, was like, oh, I want right? that. Yeah, I bought it because I was an adult and I had $100. So I was like, I'm going to do this. Because those are the sets that I used to have to like wait for Christmas when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And like now I was like, oh, man, sweet. I yeah. can literally just leave with this. It's a Tuesday. This is just David Huntsberger Day. So let's all celebrate. <laughs> buy this Lego set. So and then like I bought like the Death Star they have and I don't like it, like it's not like constantly but if there's a good set I'll pick it up and then sometimes I'll sell them when I'm
1: done. Last night Tommy was trying to smoke a cigarette and I twisted his arm around behind him to let him know I wasn't in favor of that and then he just kept muttering things about like in high school uh, uh. and now I see why you were so upset. You were probably getting picked on in high school. By tough guys because you're building star wars lego things are really into star wars
2: not in high school this is just ra- in not high recently, school i was just yeah. doing musical theater oh, okay super no one tough. No, no no that's tough guy stuff no i just mumble like that when people abusively grab my arm
1: like, in general <laughs> then don't smoke dude Worry okay. about your safety <laughs> right
0: i that the uh the resale value of legos is very high
2: yeah, they stay. They, yeah, it's pretty good. Some of the sets, and then usually you can even just sell them at least for what you paid for them, yeah. even after you played with them. It's Isn't crazy. that ridiculous? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Out. Do you build them?
0: Uh, no, I, I. You're like
2: I'm an adult. No, no no no, yeah, no, 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 no. He already no. said you're his kind of guy.
0: I know. No, I, completely. I just thought he was
2: going to turn on me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Where's you this coming
2: from? I yeah, said, you "You're the biggest
0: nerd I've ever met." <laughs> no, I. Uh, I'm a huge Star Wars dork, and I, I do not collect Legos. But I have two daughters that I've been pushing them into legos oh nice and i get like you know like well you get one set of the girly ones but then i also push in like the you know the superhero <laughs> one like they got a couple Batman i would think ones
1: as a parent you wouldn't want to do that why so much stuff to clean up
0: oh no i make they keep it in their bedroom so far uh-huh. and oh, yeah, okay. nobody nobody eats or gets to use the bathroom or go outside no <laughs> they, uh <laughs> I, they, I they're pretty good at cleaning it up Oh, okay. I'm pretty good at cleaning up.
1: You don't come in to tell them dinner's ready and step on one and go,
0: you kids! No, no, not yet. I'm sure that that's inevitable. But, That'll happen. Yeah. Now Legos are sweet. Oh, they're pretty cool. And I looked at if you go on like eBay or something and just to buy like if you want to buy it, someone's like you know used just miscellaneous pieces, even that shit is expensive yeah yeah you can just sell pieces i
1: guess yes so someone's selling like hey i've got an eight by two no it'll
0: be like you know like a sack of just miscellaneous lego pieces 15 pounds of legos (laughs) 600 dollars. yeah i'm telling you
1: what you how do you buy them by the amount of number of pieces or is it literally like the weight of legos
0: i'm gonna guess it's both yeah, okay. I don't remember
2: exactly. I've seen people on Craigslist sell it by the pound. I don't purchase that, though. <laughs> there,
0: there's also... People, video- like,
2: design it, though. Like, people make art with Lego, too, so then they'll yeah. want,
0: like, just massive amounts mm-hmm. But- mm-hmm. There's also a... Uh, <laughs> this is getting so dorky. I love it. <laughs> there's also, because <laughs> I watched one once, videos on YouTube of how to properly sanitize used <laughs> Lego. How is it? You don't boil them. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Someone learned that the hard way to tell everybody.
1: <laughs> Guys, I've got news. Do not boil your Legos. Do not. Also, I'm 40.:
0: <laughs> uh, It involves something with like uh, b- boiling water. I'm not sure what, but you know, I don't know what it was.
1: <laughs> so you, it didn't stick with you.: You don't no, know how to sanitize.: no, them? No, I don't know.
3: If: you're I'm not buying at-
0: used ones.
1: Hmm. So. How would you sanitize a Lego, Tommy? Well, sometimes they get dusty
2: and then I, I have a little toothbrush that See? I dip in water and then I, I brush it or you can just do a air compressor thing.
1: But Doesn't sound very sanitized to me. Well, I don't... I You're mean, touching syphilitic koala bears. It, yeah. You're not sanitizing your Legos. What are you trying to do to yourself?
2: Well, I mean, I'm fine. But it's the people I sell the Legos to that need to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe I'll watch that YouTube video and you know, I'll learn how to sanitize it. Uh,
0: from now on, you should like print that on the receipt <laughs> the link to the
1: <laughs> you could drop a teardrop full of bleach into your cup full of water problem solved am i right guys or would it bleach the lego paint it could bleach it i guess because they're
2: really temperamental like sun it will like damage the-
1: what about isopropyl alcohol yeah that would probably be great i think We're that are getting the video. Somewhere. did you do the youtube video i want to watch it now and i i, <laughs> I want to get some legos and get the, get some clean legos Some of that clean Lego. Give me them clean
3: Legos.
1: (laughs) Mm. Give me them clean Legos.
0: I'm straight edge. I only clean Legos. (laughs) No drugs, no alcohol, no tobacco. Yeah. Clean Lego.
1: Clean clean Lego lifestyle. That's
0: right. Um, Do you know what turned 35 this week? What object that probably all three of us owned?
1: Um, It's not Eminem's daughter. No. (laughs) Hey, is she kind of cute or what? I haven't seen any pictures of her. Yeah, kind of cute. cute.
0: And uh, it is weird. I, I saw those headlines like Haley graduates from with honors. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't. It's, not,
0: I don't much. I don't know too much about Eminem, but I know he would, <laughs> yeah. you not know, use her name in songs quite a bit. 10 yeah. Years ago. yeah, yeah. Thirty-five. Yeah. What turned thirty-five? Um, I bet all three of us the, had one at some point.
1: It's an object. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for music. Thing for music 35 years ago. I give up. I the don't. Walkman.
0: Wow. Yeah. My
1: sister had one. I never had one. You never had one? No. There were always there was always one around the house at some point. I wasn't really listening to much music as a kid, and I definitely wasn't needing it on the go. Um, but I liked it. I mean, I think I would put it on and just wear it around the house. I liked the way the little foam felt against my ears. From right? <laughs> We had a tape one, and is that what the one that turned thirty-five? Yeah, Yeah. and then there was a Discman. Yes, no, no, no. Discman's way totally different. That's only like
2: thirty.
1: Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, the Walkman. That's a way better name Mm -hmm.
0: than the Discman. Discman. You could you could listen to the radio and then listen to your favorite cassettes over and over and over and over again.
1: People be running and then.
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Hold on a second. Flip (laughs) back in. All the cassette players where you couldn't tell actually which side was you know Mm -hmm. go up down yeah uh, I don't know now it's stuck yeah so Tommy did you have a Walkman I
2: did have a Walkman uh, and yeah I do remember I don't know why I couldn't remember how you wouldn't really be a
1: self-respecting musical theater kid without a Walkman
0: right right probably I think we all had them so (laughs) if we went back 25 years or let's say the last time you had one what tape would have been in your Walkman? I think I had like Beach Boys because
2: that was one of the first tape. and then my sister had Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch Ooh. that she would play. So and then we had like Field MC Hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jackson. I know we said a bunch of cassette tapes. My mom had a lot of like Tracy Chapman. Not good tapes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't want to listen to your Tracy Chapman. Yeah.
2: No more Tracy Chapman mom. Oh how many times did I say Does that Did she in the do? House?
1: Give me one reason to stay here. Yeah.
2: Yeah I think that's and, the old Chapman. I She's f-
1: great Why are you hating on her
2: I got a well, fast I a kid. Car. <laughs> Yeah he- <laughs> I love great. Tracy Chapman now Yeah I'm just saying then I was uh, rebelling Oh okay Yeah I get you
0: Yeah
1: Well I'm glad you came back around Oh, oh man. man yeah I was Secretly into her You're the a whole Chapmaniac
2: time now. I love <laughs> Chapmania.
1: Yeah Ch- <laughs> Tracy Chapman
0: Chapaholic You <laughs> know <laughs> what they're called
2: Yeah She was gonna be the judge On last comic standing But she fell through <laughs> That's not that true Roseanne, Last minute That's what I heard No nope. It was gonna be Tracy you're Chapman you right to us
1: right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know there, Have you seen There's another uh, This just came to mind There's another Comedy uh, Competition show right I don't now. know what you're talking about I think The Last Comic Standing well, What channel yeah, is it that's on? That's
2: available to watch Well
0: It's on TBS I think I haven't seen oh. it Oh But hmm. Marlon Wayans There's another Wayans these Wayans I mean, are, we know there's a uh, 20 of them, but yeah, this is a but different Wayans doing a comedy competition television show. So did Keenan Ivory take over Last Comic Standing? Is he like the producer
1: of it now or something? No, Wanda. Yeah, Wanda Sykes is a producer. Okay. Producer and then the she and he had nothing to do with Marlon going, oh, I also want to do a competition.
2: I
0: don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I, I've in searching, you know, stuff on comedy on the internet, I found that there's also another show with Marlon Wayans as the host. How many things are there going to be to where
1: it finally just completely saturates and no one's famous or well known no everyone's just trying out at things hosting things making things you just switch from one to the other everyone can go to the grocery store famous people can come back out of their you know hilltop mansions <laughs> and be like oh no one recognizes me anymore every right. single person has been on tv in some yeah. way there's a Thousand channels, thousand shows. Per I always channel.
0: want to do this, and I never have. I always want to just do an announcement on like the KQ morning show, and just when there's you know really when it's a slow day, just be like, if you have been uh, been on television for any reason, like a reality <laughs> show or yeah. a game show contestant, just call. I want to hear why you were on television.
1: Or what about the news? Would that count? Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. When my friend and I were little, we'd go to the local college football games, and then when the game ended, we'd run out on the field, and they'd give us like their sweatbands. And things i think one time a friend of mine got one of the dudes cleats which is awesome and uh but the thing we loved most is we'd be there like patting him on their shoulder pads and then jumping and standing trying to be on the oh, news right, and we'd right. uh, like we'd get to stay up late and then watch like there i am i'm on the news i'm right over his shoulder and there are probably people if you did that that would call in and be like yeah here's how i was on the news or here's how i was yeah. on tv
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Majors glared at me on the Channel Eleven News in 1986. <laughs> you know, because I, was, uh, I do remember when I was in second grade, the uh, one of the local stations came to my school and they were going to film everyone. You know, all the kids outside. Just hey, hi, mm-hmm. here we are. And I, you know, to prep us, they said, okay, we're going to do a shot of everybody. We want you to, you know, everybody big smiles, and then we want you to either be waving, giving a number one, or both fingers for 11 for channel 11 Mm -hmm. and now you're probably thinking oh i know what he did he flipped off the camera somebody did that but no i was so like i I took that literally so when she said do one of those, I did all three of them. <laughs> so when we got home, you know, it was filmed in the afternoon that night at 5 o'clock news. We're watching. I think I'm
1: going to be on here. Yeah. And
0: there I am, this little freaking dork, <laughs> waving, then switching <laughs> to one finger, then putting up another hand with another finger. Like <laughs> the only little nerd that was, didn't wanted to do it so correctly that I did, <laughs> <laughs> did it completely wrong.
1: Ah, that's, that's adorable.
0: That is adorable.
1: Were you ever on TV as a kid?
2: Um, I don't. I don't remember it. I know my sister was for her gymnastics. She was on, like, the news. But I don't, I can't remember it. I don't think I
0: was. What do you think, what was your first TV thing, do you think? Do you remember? Not last comic standing and not getting on the cutting room floor of Nick Mom's Night Out. Yeah, I don't think
2: there was anything before that.
0: Nothing. I don't think local, so. Lo- have you done any of the local TV here? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. I've
2: done. Uh, I just it was so good. I blocked it out <laughs> of my memory.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I did some Care stuff.
2: Yeah,
0: see, I figured.
1: Yep. I um, my mom. We bought a used vehicle, and then the dealership called us and said, "Hey, um, would you come in and do a commercial? We'll give you like I forget what it was. You know, like a month off of paying for your truck or something like that." So my mom went in and was just gonna say, "Oh, I thought the buying experience was delightful," you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just do like a little interview, and then they were like do you want the kids in there? And she was like, yeah, of course. My sister didn't want to do it. And then I was like, hell yeah, I want to do it. So I just stood there. I don't think I got to say anything when I was just standing there. Like, this is like being on the news times 10. <laughs> <laughs> they want, they know the camera's getting me at this point and they can't do anything about it. And uh, so I sat there or I stood there very, trying to be calm but inside just being like all right keep it together just stand here (laughs) don't blow this and i had like a little tom cruise flat top i was real big into wearing turtlenecks oh boy so i think that's what i was you know looking like and then my sister saw that and was like we gotta do it again so we did a second one so and they showed both like i would be out in public somewhere and see a tv and just shout to strangers there i am and then people like in a pizza place or something would look like, what? Who are who are you, kid? I'm
0: like, I'm that
1: guy right there on TV.
0: How did that used so, car hold up?
1: Really great. Yeah. Yeah, it really, yeah Winkle Pontiac GMC in Reno, <laughs> Nevada. If you happen to be swinging through, wow. don't you hesitate to stop in there. And then there's another place, Champion Chevrolet. My sister and I always crack up because the voice guy who would say it would go, Champion Chevrolet Geo. He would never say Chevrolet. It was always, Chiprolet. So Winkle Pontiac GMC is the place to go. I just can't stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, want champion chip relay. Um, maybe that's why I don't like being on TV that much now. Not that I have the opportunity to do it all the time, but like I, it's not something I really seek out. Well, I think you peaked that was, when you were a
0: kid. I think so,
1: yeah. That that. You can't fulfill that, whatever that is, that narcissism or that like, w- whatever that is, you can't feel it any more than you could have as a kid
0: that magic in front of the camera yeah yeah it was great
1: i would never look now and be like there i am on tv but as a kid it felt really good yeah because you're still processing that like that's a person who's real in in front of me and in life and now i'm seeing them in this little box in my house how does that happen Mm -hmm. so getting to be yourself part of that i think phil is every kid should get to do that
0: kills yeah how was your podcast going these days
1: Oh good. Yeah, yeah, we're we're still cranking along. We're at like a hundred and sixty something
0: episodes. Oh, is this and, uh, a competition? What are you what's that all about? Just
1: letting you know where we're at, man. Oh. Um yeah, we're uh I guess we started about a year before you or something like that. So. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we pretty much did it just right. But you probably did. That's good for you. <laughs> uh, no, it's been good. We had uh, Josh Radner on from How I H- Met Your How I Mother. Met Your Mother, yeah, awesome. and we recorded it in the garage in my house, like this tiny little space with the most famous person we've had on yet. And, oh, see, uh, I didn't hear that one. He's good. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he wanted to probably talk about more like philosophical stuff, and we kind of just talked about sitcoms and directing and the sort of the stuff that he's. Familiar, you know, known for. Yeah, he just directed um, a movie in a la- lot. He's done two, and they're yeah, they're both pretty good. The Happy Thank You More Please is it, I really liked. I think it's good, and uh, the other one is good. I didn't enjoy it as much, but you know, they're still fine movies. And he, he was talking about a third one he has coming out and that sort. Of, so uh, it's been good. I'm trying to think if we had anything any sort of unique it's, it's mostly just more of the same we lost our intern in the last year um oh, that's an update yeah yeah so he was on the show from time to time but we have a new person helping now and she's more like behind the scenes um but mostly still just me and taking kyle just chatting away
0: one a week pretty much yeah yep.
1: pretty much we did a tour last year i think i i guess i had done that before i was here last mm-hmm. year yep. yeah
0: yep oh yeah barnstorming yeah. the uh yeah you said you want you basically did a uh tour all around yeah we like yeah, looped, states, the yeah, looped the united states in, states, in yes.
1: like three weeks yeah wow it was it was it was wild it was like being in a band
0: tommy did i see did you open for michael ian black when he was
2: here not this last time i, I opened for him before oh, at the before. varsity that was fun yeah. he's a good guy that was and that's my wife's like that was her like me like she finally like respected me because she was a huge <laughs> fan of him so she was like oh my gosh you're working with michael in black so she was so proud and she got a picture with him like in the green room and then later when we looked at the photo in the green room there's just like tons of dicks on the walls so she's with her idol and like six dicks are behind her and I was, like, cool. that made me so happy <laughs> so that was pretty exciting for her
1: i like it <laughs>
0: Oh,
2: i love that. i worked with both the michael ian black and michael showalter before that oh wow yeah and one was didn't like me and then michael ian black liked me and then i wanted them to like later talk to each other like unrelated like oh it was minneapolis like oh, who'd you open her? and one would be like oh this guy I hated him and then the other guy would be like oh i really like my guy and then they
3: should use my guy yeah.
2: it was the same person <laughs> how do you know he hated you um, because I did, uh, 30 minutes and was supposed to do 15 minutes because somebody told me to do 30 minutes. So I did 30 minutes, but he, uh, so, and then when I got off, he was like, man, you went way over. I was like, no, I, I brought my watch. I was like, was right on. And then he was like, "No, you were supposed." To, I was told you're gonna be 15, and I was like, "What?" Oh. And then I went and talked to the producer, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, whoops, sorry." <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, no, don't, no, whoops!" Like you need to <laughs> tell me because I do what I'm told. I, I felt terrible, yeah, because like that would like blow my mind if somebody's opening me and like slowly just watch them do like, why is he? What is yeah. He doing? So and then he learned about the mistake later and was nice, but he was not a
1: fan at that yeah. point. It was very awkward. He's dead to me (laughs) No one treats Tommy that way No one If he wants to do 45 minutes You let him (laughs) Never
0: Did you uh, uh, I want to Where was that thing here Oh yeah So I just want to quickly um, I saw an article today about I think it's from a newspaper in Nevada About you being on Oh What really Yeah Have you seen that you haven't seen this No I'll read it really fast. A newspaper in Nevada. I think, yeah. Uh, let's see. Podcast host Mark Marin has joined David Sedaris, Seth Meyers, and Fozzie Bear as entertainments, entertainers who have had bad things to say about Reno. You haven't read this, no? Oh, wow! Right. Here we are. we're going to get a natural <laughs> reaction. I hope you don't mind this. <clears throat> Marin resurrected his career when he started hosting WTF podcasts. Blah, blah. On his podcast released Monday, Marin interviewed comedian David Huntsberger, a Hug High School graduate. Yeah. Huntsberger. <laughs> Huntsberger talked about his family moving to Reno where he, uh, when he was a child, and Marin chimed in with his thoughts about Reno. Quote, Reno's like, I've never been there, but in my mind and in my heart, the, two or one, the one or two times I was there, it felt like a morally bankrupt place. And then it says, uh, Am I wrong? Marin continued. Uh, I feel like they're going to take that personally. Maybe it isn't. It's not Vegas. It's sort of like, I don't know. It seems like the next stop over, concludes. To add insult to injury, Marin uses the pronunciation of Nevada, not per preferred by residents although he does compliment it as a beautiful state what what is that in reference to
1: nevada no one likes that pronunciation he was saying nevada? and i think i corrected him and so said say nevada
0: oh really yeah yeah and and I, I don't
1: know i have to do that a lot usually like the go-to thing is like it's like nevatitude so the a is like attitude so nevada but yeah people residents do not care for oh you're from nevada how dare you don't you speak of my state that way and then Colorado has that. Oregon has that. I'm trying to think where else would, would maybe get a little bit of that. But those It says are, that
0: you defended Reno as, a great, as being a great place for outdoor activities. And uh, it says you also co-host your own podcast, Dr. Blastoff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep, Captain Spaceship, going strong, Dr. Blastoff. Dr. Blastoff. Yeah. <laughs> That's how well-known I am in Reno. That's how much they love me. No one's ever made it out of there, and I think that's why we just have no like hometown pride of any sort. Yeah, yeah, we got a guy from, from here, he's doing a Dr. Blastoff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, hey, if people stumble upon this, or maybe le- read this guy's column religiously, mm-hmm. doc the Dr. Blastoff link... Goes to Professor Blastoff.
1: That's even harder to do.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know who screwed that up, but somehow it works. Or maybe they were mine, that is- and that's bullshit.
1: Yeah, now, maybe they they think it's an inside joke. I mean, sometimes people do call it like Doctor Takeoff or Captain Launch space Lunch or yeah yeah sure, just yeah. goofing around i think doug benson started that too yeah like how's captain explosion
3: how dare
0: you <laughs> <laughs> i love it are you guys uh are you guys selling anything at the shows these days do you bring you have a couple cds do you bring them along
1: i did i forgot to mention them last night because lord knows i want to pedal my wares as much as i can but yeah i brought all three of mine that i have i have one i did independently that's just like a unedited version you know stand up back when i was only like a couple years into it and then the two that i've done here with stand-up records i brought so i'm gonna try to sell those and i wish i think in the future i'm gonna start screen printing posters we did an episode of the podcast on screen printing and like people have really responded to that so i think it's just hard to lug around you know 11 by 17 posters mm-hmm. but people do like them they're they're i think a little bit more of a I think when people buy CDs, they're not necessarily like, I want to hear a bunch more comedy. They're more like, oh, I want to take something from this show, like sort of a We souvenir. had a big talk
0: about this on last week's episode. Which, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: well, then the consensus was similar to that, I would was assume. Was that right?
0: CDs are dying and that there needs to be a new way to, uh, it was with Mikey Winfield and Eric mm-hmm. Allen, and they were oh, okay. talking about how you know maybe there needs to be a new way to package things where people could still bring home a piece mm-hmm. of you but it's probably not necessarily a compact disc.
1: Yeah. I mean, a friend of mine, that's a, a really great screen printer and like, I'm not good at it, but I do it. I can, I can accomplish it. It was just like, Oh, you should just do some of your posters and then put a download code on the back. Yeah. So I think I'll probably do something like that in the future. So I do think that's a good idea. It's just, yeah, it's hard to travel with them. Like CDs travel so much better. Is there one that just came out this year? No, um... What am I
0: seeing on Amazon? What is that? It says, uh... The, it was this year? Yeah. Uh,
1: no, I think 2013 is when uh, Explosion Land came out. That was the last one I did. That is the most recent. Yeah. Right? Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
2: How about you, Tommy? Uh, I have a CD. It's time with Tommy. It's fairly there, old. It has the greatest uh, cover picture ever. It's just me in a tub. It's what everybody <laughs> wanted, so I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, that's what I sell after the shows. I'm out, I have, like, one box left, so... And then I never—I don't have to sell it anymore after that. I think, or do I get more? I have probably have to get more then. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: they'll Dan will give you more.
2: Is yeah, Dan? yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll so give it's you standard more. records. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That'll be good. You will get plenty more. Hi, uh, it looks like we have a question from the audience. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just have a question. Uh, it's, it's regarding CDs for David. David, would you tell us uh, what the name of your last album was and what day you released it on?
1: Oh, I'm glad you've asked that, (laughs) Cy. My last CD was called Explosion Land, and it came out the day after the Boston Marathon bombing. So promoting it was a real treat. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> I don't, I didn't. You didn't know, know that? that. That's I insane. was, and I, this all ties in. I was screen printing. So I'm doing a lot of like repetitive work over and over. And I get a thing on my phone from Dan saying, hey, the CD comes out tomorrow. Can you promote it today? Like, so I just real quickly go on to Facebook and just write, hey, my new <laughs> CD Explosion Land comes out tomorrow. Get it. Here's a link here. And then do the same thing on Twitter. Go back to doing what I'm doing. And then just behind me, I just hear, But it's <laughs> kind of like well that's unusual that certainly doesn't normally happen and it's a lot of people being like too soon and then the first one that i saw too soon i was like oh that's just that's their joke they do to everything that doesn't even make sense back to what i'm doing that's <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and then some like i really don't think this is appropriate <laughs> <laughs> and then, maybe I'm like, what is going on? And then, of course, I like, go to a news site and it's just like, are you kidding me? Oh, no, no. Like, what a terrible reaction. Like, my first re- thought, I think genuinely was, like, oh, this sucks. But not that far behind it was like, poor me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that whole, like, but what about this thing I'm trying to do? <laughs> Which is the worst, most callous feeling. Um, the, but it, was, no luck, ba- it
0: wasn't my first. Thought. There were no bathtub accidents after yours was released. No,
2: mine went seamlessly. as perfect. Nothing <laughs> there's, there's tragic there's no had no happened. <laughs> happened. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people had like <laughs> <laughs> that legitimately could have happened. True. <laughs> Every now and again, yeah, people have funny ideas afterward for like what I should call my next CD for just a harbinger of like good things to come. So you know, like. Uh, Kit, you know, kitten Armageddon and things like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Piles of cuteness.
1: And then there was an, a freak explosion like the day after it came out that um, chemical plant in Texas blew up. Oh, I remember so there was that. a week of explosions happening where like I finally just stopped mentioning my CD at all. I was just <laughs> kind of like, well, we'll get them next time. <laughs> That's like putting on an album called. <laughs> yeah yeah someone who was that rap group that
0: that like their album was supposed to go out that day
1: and yeah, it's, it's not
0: i think it had, didn't it have the twin towers on the cover yeah 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 that's wild have we investigated that more are we sure they weren't involved
1: i know i think they were on a watch list i was talking to someone that seemed like he knew them knew where they were from was familiar with their whole catalog was saying that like it, it didn't just go right away people were examining them fairly closely, like, what do you know?
0: You know, I and mean, can any of us name that band? I feel like it has Doom in the title. It might. but I don't know. See, maybe not all publicity is good. That's true. I mean, you yeah. can't buy stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think it's weird.
1: Like, I would really like to see how quickly they started allowing that uh, Biggie Smalls song to come back on. It's like, blow up like the world trade. Oh, yeah. You know, like that, like, that song, is so good that people were like, maybe gave it a month. And they were just like, ah, get it back on the air. We can't live <laughs> without that.
0: <thing. laughs> Speaking of events, we got the 4th of July this, uh, in, this weekend, Friday. Friday, yeah. That's why Acme will be, you guys get the day off. hmm Yeah. Closed on Friday. What do you, what's the plans for the? either of you? I'm
1: going to Little McDonald Lake, and I'm going to go roast some hot dogs, potentially s'mores, maybe jet ski, maybe water ski, mostly lay around in a hammock, possibly throw a football.
2: Are you going to have any potato salad? <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> you better know I'm having potato salad. <laughs> potato
2: salad's great on the 4th of July. Damn right. I might go to the Twins game. Uh, they're playing the Yankees. They are playing the Yankees. And then definitely going to barbecue him on my deck.
0: So it'll be really exciting. Yeah. Well, I wa- okay, well, this is, uh, I want to ask you, this is going to tie in perfectly here. So you're going to go to the Yankees game, the Yankees-Twins game, say goodbye to Jeter. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan or do you despise? Will you boo? Because he gets booed for some reason. I'll boo field.
2: if other people are booing. I'll chop right in.
0: Yeah, whatever,
2: whatever. <laughs> if the most people are going to do, I'm going to do that.
0: What if it's booing? Well. We were talking briefly before the show about the twins and Joe Mauer, and I was going to ask you, what if they boo him? But I he's not. He's on the disabled list. so yeah. they'd have to show just his pictures. Still yeah, it's no, the Trivia would, question, yeah, like what so. he name his kids or something. Um,
1: just show him rehabbing. Show how much money he's making for doing that. The people would start booing.
0: Yeah. So would you boo if they did that?
2: Uh, I don't think I'd boo Joe Mauer. I, I just I like him too much. He's a nice guy. Thanks. Him and I really get along. <laughs> I've never talked to him or anything, but I just feel like we'd hit it off well. Because like, you should, I have tons of money. And
1: you can talk to him anytime. Just go find him down he's in on Florida. TV. I was on TV twice, so he was edited
2: out <laughs> of Nick
0: Mom too. Oh yeah, he's so, a Twins fan. You're a Twins fan. Yeah,
2: we're Twins fans. And we like identical twins as well as the baseball team. <laughs>
1: he's highly overpaid for being average. I'm highly overpaid. <laughs> no, you're, awesome. you're underpaid. <laughs>
0: Well, there is one sporting event this weekend that neither, neither of you brought up that's going on Friday afternoon, and it's the biggest event of the weekend. Oh, do tell. It's the Nathan's yearly hot oh, hot yeah. hot contest at oh, Coney Island.
1: yeah. I want someone to challenge that dude. Joey Chestnut? Is he going to do it again? Yeah. I'm really glad he took down Kobayashi. I didn't like Kobayashi. It was an interesting story when you first hear about it, like a little 5'8", 130 thirty pound dude that can plow down hot dogs. But then he was such a diva. He really acted like a celebrity, whereas Joey Chestnut was like, this hard working, like, I'm USA. Give me a name, let me eat them dogs. And then we were really like that was such they're gonna make a movie about that someday and somehow make it to be like Rocky. Yeah. The slow mo of the juicy, gross buns going into his mouth, but he did it, and he continues to do it.
0: What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? All the you know, like in Rocky, he would you know punch uh, you know meat hanging off a hook. Or, mm-hmm. you know, he'd run up the stairs in Philly. Like, what's the uh, non traditional training regimen of? A oh yeah, eater?
1: yeah, because you'd want it to be things that you could keep using. So you'd have like styrofoam peanuts. Shit them out. <laughs> eat them again. <laughs> just sanitize them like Legos. Back ah, in you go. There you go. <laughs> just to keep the cycle going. Yeah, it keeps my, my costs down. <laughs> I can't afford all these calories every week. My sponsors are going crazy.
2: I don't feel like you would poop it. I feel like it would be attached to a rope, and then you'd like pull it back Oh, out. you're crazy. Because that's not more You're crazy.
1: More that's so much, you, this is your moneymaker. Your esophagus. You're not pulling things you're, back you're out
0: of You only want things going one way. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Jeez. Come on, know. rookie. Just, what, what are you getting at? <laughs> What
0: Have you even seen it before, Tommy? Do you even are you know taking this seriously at all?
1: About?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea. You come
1: up with this Bush League nonsense <laughs> about pulling things out of your throat?
2: You were having a meat styrofoam. That seems dangerous. Totally
1: natural. You can eat, you can eat packing peanuts.
0: <laughs> peanuts. Hello? Yeah. Peanuts. yeah. You guys are really eight? ganging up on me here. Yeah. Uh, do either of you know the record right now that is, may or may not be broken on Friday? I'm going to guess he topped 80. And this is in 10 minutes, by the way. It's, yeah. yeah. I
1: minutes. think it's 81. It is not. Tire or lower? Lower. 78.
0: 69. Oh, I thought he got
1: 73 a couple years ago, and then I stopped watching and figured he'd bumped it up since then.
0: Well, I have statistics here. And by the way, uh, well, I was, he, uh, California native Joey Chestnut broke his own world record last year by eating 69 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. And he doesn't have the stiff competition anymore because Kobayashi. Retired. Retired. Yeah,
1: job problems. And mostly shame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what, is, what did they call that when they would take the knife and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harry Carey? Harry Carey. <laughs> the sword?
1: <laughs> I will now fall on my sword because I can't eat hot dogs like I used to. Dude, dude, no one was really that impressed. No, I must. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've let down your, my country No, you really
1: haven't I've soiled our reputation as a nation
0: No, uh. we're, we're fine <laughs> We're still pumping out electronics Yeah, we're,
1: yeah, we're doing just fine, buddy
0: the, uh, Well, the get a load of this ESPN just announced on Tuesday They've agreed to an extension that That's going to be on television through 2024
1: Thank goodness mm-hmm. That money is well spent It's such an embodiment of the United States And what we stand for wasting food spending money on showing people wasting the food Mm -hmm. gluttony it's terrific yeah it's It's a perfect way to celebrate our independence (laughs) absolutely (laughs) we should just in the background have the least efficient uh internal combustion engine just Just running running. the entire time (laughs) Just to power, like, one of the light bulbs above them or something. <laughs> and our PA system today is powered by this thing. And
2: then hunt an endangered animal. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: We're now going to commemorate this day by shooting five bald eagles. Let them loose. Pull.
0: Yeah, well, now we're going to release this uh, this bald eagle that we've uh, nursed in health. Yeah, yeah. You let it go and it flies into a... <laughs> Into an L, yeah, like straight into yeah. a jet engine Exactly, Lightning <laughs> So uh, well just keep that in mind When you're making your you know When you're finalizing your plans for Friday that There Kay. is a uh, competitive eating competition I'll find a way to watch it Not Have some pride that. in your country guys
1: Hey you're, you're preaching to the choir Okay, That's what Tommy and I do
0: Love my country We appreciate
1: our country And we root for it in the way of hot dog eating mm-hmm.
0: Anything else you guys want to plug Before we say goodbye i don't
1: think so dr
0: blastoff dr blastoff dr blastoff if maybe in... another appearance on last comic standing possibly i don't who knows to though. an end or don't yeah or are, just... are you watching by the way are you still watching uh Be i honest. did
2: yeah i watched the the i missed one because i was in australia so i couldn't they gave me a thing to stream the episode i was on but i missed like another one after that i think okay or maybe i was back home i can't remember <laughs> but i'm gonna watch this thursday Definitely, because someone's going to get on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, you know? that's right. Ooh. That sounds fun. Yeah. You'd be perfect on that. I know. I should have gotten to the top eight. Though. Yeah. could have been on that, but is it because
1: we look alike, or? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Whoa, hey. Don't put words in, in our mouths. Oh, okay. You, you should just look say. like a handsome, nice young man. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she'd make fun of my voice?
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 she is a comedian. Okay,
2: I just—no one's ever done that except you. I thought I had a really good voice until today.
0: <laughs> <You laughs> Who's laughing in the back right now? I can hear you. <laughs>
1: I thought I had a really good voice.
2: That was really good voice.
0: He's perfect, Fellows uh, I
1: apologize. If-
0: thank you. And nothing else.
1: If you're in Los Angeles, come check out my variety show. It's called The Junk Show or Huntsberger Junk. It's like music and animation and stand-up and storytelling, all kinds of stuff. So I don't know who – this is a worldwide podcast, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, come yeah. here. All right, that's it from me. Yeah. And Huntsberger Junk's your Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yours, Tommy? Tommy Ryman, at Tommy Ryman. Perfect. All right, that's it. Thanks, Justin. Tell us, thank you. Thanks.